Hello, 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 everybody. Welcome back to Register Big Picks. I said Register Big Picks. Thank you all for joining in yet another week. Hey, I'm just about to inform you guys about the games that we have tomorrow. And I'm sorry about the wait, you guys. Um, Due to COVID and, and restrictions and all this stuff that just happened throughout the week, I had to push the, the show back. But I do have some guests. The next show will be Sunday morning where I will have a couple guests that will come on and speak about what they saw um, tomorrow in the game, the games, excuse me. But I'm just going to kick it off on what we have this week. We got Auburn versus South Carolina, where I'm really trying to see which offensive line is really going to win this game. But I'm pretty sure the biggest question is going to go to Auburn's offensive line. I want to see how they play after playing so inexperienced just so um just they look lost a week ago so i just want to see how they play this week i want to see how does tank bigsby play this this tremendous freshman that was balling against george i mean you saw it was really georgia versus tank bigsby whenever they played each other so uh I'm ready to see what kind of things busy we're going to see because you can clearly see he's going to be a future all-star. Bo Nix. Bo Nix, I want to see how he does um, getting the ball out. He has good targets in Seth Williams and Anthony Schwartz, who runs like a 10-flat 100-meter, and I'm not um, exaggerating on that. And I want to see just how the defense performs against Colin Hill. Colin Hill has had a great senior season. He's a transfer kid. He came to South Carolina with the offensive coordinator, um, Mike Bobo. So they know each other personally, and you see it working whenever they're running their plays, just how the system is um, on one accord. South Carolina's offense does not look how the talent dictates. They actually look a lot better. So this game is one to watch closely, but I am picking Auburn to win this game in a very, very close one. Will Muschamp has always had a defense at South Carolina. And I'm pretty sure they're going to show up this week against a very steady but not very good offensive line in Auburn. But I will give Auburn edge only because of mere talent. Excuse me. We have University of Kentucky versus Tennessee. In this game, I really wanted to see how does uh, Tennessee's offense perform after a week ago of slums against Georgia. We didn't see a running game. They were negative one rushing. Um, Garantano did what he could. Uh, Palmer, he, he we saw that we saw that he had targets. <laughs> Excuse me, but this week we need to see how Garantano plays against a, a even better defense in University of Kentucky. They're winless, yes, they're winless, but they have a stoops squad that is always disciplined, that's always getting after the ball, and this is a rivalry game. So, I mean, these are two teams that don't like each other, just like Vanderbilt and Tennessee and vice versa. So, be on the lookout for anything to happen. Right now, I am favoring Tennessee, uh, but the thing is, I want to see what the offensive line slash running backs do versus versus an experienced Kentucky defense. That's my main question. I want to see um, does University of Kentucky have a chip on their shoulder after, you know, starting out 0 and 2. They're hyped up before the season. A lot of people picked them to upset a couple teams in the SEC to possibly win the SEC on their side, and they're not living up to that hype. So I do want to see do they have that chip on their shoulder? Will they play with it? And how does Tennessee respond? Because this is the time where Tennessee can make their transition to greatness. 
by taking a loss and just winning the rest. You have Alabama uh, really, really soon. So this is a perfect way to prepare for them. And it starts this game. I'm picking Tennessee to take the edge. I like the running game and the offensive line a lot better than I like uh, Kentucky's. And Kentucky's has just not, if not better. Uh, the backs for Tennessee, the the two back system. I mean, uh, I forgot because Cavassier, Smoke, and guys like that at Kentucky, uh, Rose. These guys can ball, so it's definitely going to be one to watch. But uh, I'm favoring Tennessee for sure in this game. Next game we have is Texas A&M versus Mississippi State. Um, last week. Well, the last two weeks, we have not been seeing any offenses from Mississippi State. So I am curious to see what kind of offense we see against a Texas A&M team that gives up points, but the kind of disciplined jumbo does not um, pretty much coach undisciplined squads for too long. So you're going to see – I think you're going to see a high-scoring game. I think we're finally going to see uh, the quarterback – who was hyped up after a big LSU, Costillo, um, a big game out of him. I don't know if they'll win. I'm still favoring Texas A&M. After seeing how they ran the ball a week ago and how Kellen Mine was doing just what he needed to do, um, I'm just impressed. So I can definitely favor right now Texas A&M, and that's simply because of the running game last week against Florida. You really have Mike Leach and his offensive scheme versus Jumbo and his pro scheme. Um I got a favorite jumbo in this, which is why I'm saying Texas A&M, because I think they're going to be out-schemed on Saturday. So I'm favoring uh, Texas A&M in a very, very close game. Uh, will Mississippi State show up tomorrow? That's really just what I want to know. Is the offense going to show up specifically? They show up, who knows? I could be eating my words, and I wouldn't be mad. But if the offense doesn't show up, don't expect Mississippi State to win. UNC versus Florida State. Uh, I just want to know, how is uh, Sam Howell going to progress? You know, Florida State has talent. They're not all the way there, but they have talent. So this is a time where Sam Howell can get quality reps and make um, throws against some quality corners, and his receivers can finally learn how to get some separation. I would like to see more out of Newsom. Um, guys are coming along. The running backs, they're definitely doing their thing. From Williams to Carter, I mean, these guys are, they're definitely a one-two punch, probably the best in the the nation right now, at least. So I don't expect Florida State to win at all, but I do expect them to have some competitive plays. So I'm just really curious on how to rush an attack at UNC, how that goes. And um, I just want to see what this this defense is going to do against a real dual-threat quarterback before they have to go against the Trevor Lawrence's, if necessary, before they have to go against the Ian Books. I want to see just how UNC plays against some formable talent. I mean, not necessarily discipline or everybody knows their assignment and they're in there every play, but just talent enough to the point where, hey, if I miss the play, I'm still on it if I'm a corner. So make the receivers have to make big plays instead of their wide open, easy throws. So, like I said, I'm favoring UNC. Coach Mac Brown has done a lot within two years, and uh, this is his third year, and they're already they're looking scary. So be ready for UNC um, to beat Florida State for sure. We have University of Georgia versus Alabama, the game of the week. And I just want to know who has the best set of five stars.
not who got them to the school, but who developed them, who's going to make their talent known. Because right now I see it to be Kirby and everything. I'm seeing a lot of stuff start favoring Kirby, except for the quarterback position. So the quarterback, I mean, pretty much, yeah, we all know I'm picking Mac Brown as far as which uh, quarterback is going to Mac Jones, excuse me, which quarterback is going to have the best day. But um, I wanted to also see who, which offensive line has the best game. You have uh, at least two, three offensive linemen on each squad that are five stars. Now, whether they play or not is on them, but we know that they have the talent on both sides. So watch the line of scrimmage. I want to know which defense holds strong long enough. That's what I'm looking at on both sides. I'm not looking at Georgia to see if they can hold strong long enough in the passing game. I'm not looking at Alabama to see if they can hold strong long enough in a running game because I think you're going to see two different teams than what you saw a week ago. But that does not mean that the team that's always been winning is going to win. And I hope people are watching closely the importance of defense because if you do, you'll see that Georgia is stacked. Georgia subbing, and they're just they're sending guys in almost Clemson Ness. And I want to know how effective is going to be the deep ball. And when I say the deep ball, I'm really only looking at Alabama. We are expecting Jalen Waddle uh, to get at least, you know, a 75-yard, probably the first drive knowing Alabama. And they're really disrespectful at times where they just want to just stick the knife in you. So don't be surprised. Steve Sarkeesian is an offensive-minded coach. Don't be surprised they try to just stick a dagger in him. So I want to see how the deep ball is played. I mean, we've seen Eric Stokes. He's had a great season. Um, LeCount has been a great uh, safety the last four years. Georgia's stacked. So, I mean, it's time for these corners to show up because if they show up this week, we're going to know if we have a national squad, a national championship squad in the University of Georgia. I am um, favoring them. I want to see how Najee Harris plays, though, against Georgia's defense. Najee Harris had five touchdowns against an Ole Miss defense now. That's impressive, but it's not as impressive as if he could do that against Georgia. So if he could show up today, who knows? He might even put his name on a Heisman watch. Not necessarily getting the the, the Heisman, but to be on the watch uh, as one of the top players in the nation. Look out for that. Do I expect much out of it? No, I do expect Georgia to hold its own. I do expect it to be a phone booth game on both sides. But um, I don't think that... Uh, I don't think Najee Harris really rushes over 115. He might get 100 off of maybe 27 carries, but he's going to have to earn every single bit because this defensive line, they're subbing, they're they're playing fast. Um, I just like to see, uh, especially moments when Nolan Smith is coming on, on third downs and you got other guys like Ozolari, who's also in on third down, but stuff in the run. So they're subbing guys in to keep guys fresh and it's showing. So I really want to see how Stetson Bennett and Mac Jones play. Right now, I think the, it's not going to be a lot of pressure put on Stetson Bennett uh, as much as Mac Jones. Um, Stetson Bennett, I feel like, will have protection after watching Alabama a week ago. You would just seem like you would feel like Georgia's offensive line is going to protect him long enough to the point where Mac Jones, um, his offensive line will definitely protect him, but you, I feel like Mac Jones is going to take some shots. I don't see who on Alabama squad is really going to get after Stetson Bennett, especially with the scheme that they have. They like to get the ball out quick. So if they continue that, um, really just be on the lookout for guys like Sertan and Job on Alabama's defense because, you know, they really play the short stuff really well. Um, 
You really got to out-scheme Alabama, and I think that that could happen, especially if Nick Saban is not on the sideline tomorrow. So, Georgia, I am favoring this game. And, hey, thank you guys for tuning in. Please tune in Sunday, and we're going to have a blessed one. Enjoy college football tomorrow, and call me in and make these picks, man. Y'all have a blessed one.